Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Yoga Daily. This podcast is to share, give, and hopefully inspire and give you answers to the questions that you may have regarding your practice, yoga, life, or wherever you are in your journey. Now, I truly believe that when we keep our minds and options open and take what works for us, hopefully that will then inspire us to experience uncomfortable situations where we will then begin to grow. Now for episode 2, I'm honored to have guest speaker Hiro Landanzuri or Action Hero together with us today. Hiro is a yoga teacher and photographer with a background in medicine. He first connected with yoga almost 20 years ago to help with running-related injuries. The challenging aspects of the practice and the stress relief that came with it immediately drew him in. While working on his biochemistry degree and conducting research as an undergrad, he decided to take a break. With years of yoga practice on his belt, he began teaching classes in 2007. He went back to college to finish his degree after a series of life-changing events and entered a rigorous graduate medical program that focused on heart transplant surgery. He left the field after realizing it wasn't the right path for him and dove right back into teaching yoga. Hiro has since gained a following for his detailed post-breakdowns and anatomy-focused approach to teaching, which came through in detailed alignment cues that are tailored to students with different bodies. He believes yoga sparks self-empowerment and aims to help students learn who they are and love who they are on and off the mat. Now, without further ado, let's go straight into it. Hi, Hi Hiro! Thanks for joining me today. Uh, so, with this podcast, basically the intention is to share more about your practice and also your view on not just yoga, but basically a lot of things that you believe in, right? So, I believe you've uh, been practicing for about 11 years? 17. 17? Yeah, 17 <laughs> so years. Super surprised for I've been teaching for about 11. So, that's like a huge long experience. And from my understanding, you actually switched your role from like a surgeon into a yoga teacher and that change should be quite uncomfortable for you, right? And yeah. uh, you talk a lot about how growth is uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I really, really resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it's a huge move and it's beyond like, how can someone like you who spend thousands or millions of dollars <laughs> into like studying medicine and then switch to teaching yoga? Why? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when, when, you, when you stop and think, okay, can I do whatever I'm doing today? or a work day, right? Can I do this for the rest of my life, the rest of my working career? And the answer is normally yes, you can do it, but do you want to do it? Do you want to do that? And um, would you be okay or happy with that? And I think what really, what really drove me to ask those questions was I was really unhappy in my relationships, right? So even though I was doing my job and I was good at it, my relationship suffered and I wasn't the kind of man that I wanted to be in relationships, mm-hmm. right? And I did take out a lot of my frustrations on the relationship and that looked a number of different ways. Like I would not be present with my partner. Something that some of my partners would say is they feel more alone being in relationship with me than being alone. And that's really hard to hear. So when you start to see the ways that you're compromising yourself in other areas of your life to hold on to this idea of who you think you should be, instead of just getting back to, okay, what do I authentically want or who am I authentically? And then when you start to get to back to that, then that's when you start to live from a deeper place. You know, when you start to get back into, okay, who am I authentically before this idea of 
hey, I'm supposed to be a doctor, I'm supposed to be a lawyer, I'm mm -hmm. supposed to be a banker, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be this person that's going to make my mom proud or my dad proud. And you start thinking about, okay, what do I want? That's when you can start to show up for others, right? And that's when you can start to give back to people. Because what I see happening a lot and how this relates to yoga is I hear a lot of teachers talking about things mm -hmm. that they don't have any personal experience with, right? So you get a lot of people who, and it's not to say that you have to go through really hard things mm -hmm. in order to be a yoga teacher, right? Mm -hmm. but, but start to speak from your experience because there's always going to be people who are going to relate to your story and relate to what you've been through. Then if you start talking about, oh, okay, this is how you reach enlightenment, just finish your teacher training, it's like, you know, hold on a second, class, right? Because not a lot of people can relate to that, right? Like right. The spiritual enlightenment and whatnot. And a lot of that, that you talk about relates to emotional intelligence. Yeah. And um, I know that you talk a lot about how body intelligence and emotional intelligence somewhat answers to how you combine that with functional movement. Right? Yeah. I understand you're a true believer of that. And, and all the tutorials that you have created, which I've actually tried most of it. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so like, how did you come up with that? What was the intention and the uh, end goal that you were looking to achieve? Well, I, I think it really started from, I would mostly just do yoga as exercise. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where I was showing up to class, showing up to class, and it wasn't just me saying this. I mean, you hear yogis say this all the time where it's like, oh, I have an injury, but it's okay. I can modify. Mm -hmm. I can modify to the practice. And the whole point of us going to yoga mm -hmm. was that it made us feel better, more empowered, stronger, whatever, more relaxed, whatever the case may be, better. But now as we develop this practice into a more daily routine or you know, regular routine, now we're modifying ourselves around the practice, which is kind of the same thing as compromising yourself for a job that you don't like right mm -hmm. and i just started seeing the parallels between okay how am i showing up or reacting to stress in my body on my mat and how is that related to the way i'm reacting when i get into an argument with my partner with you know my mom with my dad or even even just just in life when someone cuts me off on the road there's a lot of parallels, right? There's a lot of stories or conversations that you have run in your head. And, and people typically tend towards either this shame, the self-deprecation, right? Where something goes wrong in life. Mm -hmm. They fail at something. They fall. And they say, oh, wow, I am a bad person, right? I am not good enough. I am not worthy enough, whatever. Or they blame someone else for their problems, right? Oh, I fell, I feel pain, you caused me pain, you, this is your fault. At the end of the day, what really helped me shape all this, one, physically, was I got tired of waking up and limping. And I would limp, getting out of bed at the end of the day, I would limp all over the place. And then when I get into the yoga mat, I could do press handstands, I could throw my leg behind my head, I could do the splits, I can do all of it. And it just didn't make sense why one hour out of the day, I could do all these things with my body, and then for 23 hours out of the day, I was limping. Mm -hmm. Like, how is that balance? How is that practice benefiting my life? So the functionality piece, as far as the physical body goes in, is how can we go back to making the practice useful to our lives in general? Right. right. 
and that comes with a lot of awareness of like what we're feeling right and right like right, right, uh, right. how can we adapt the stress adaptation into yoga practice and live that life not just on the mat but off the mat right right right, right. right. um yeah. what would your like short advice be for someone who is dealing with injury in their yoga practice <laughs> yes i'm very familiar with that but here's the thing if you're dealing with an injury there's the old school of thought is you rest, you rest, rest, rest until it feels better. And then you go back to your practice. If you feel pain in that one area, then you avoid it, right? Yeah. You avoid it. It's starting to sound- Because it's uncomfortable. Because it's uncomfortable, right? <laughs> right. Because it causes pain, you avoid it. Um, but here's the thing, and this is going back to the original question that you asked about uh, emotional oh, intelligence, yeah. right? Change, positive, negative, always uncomfortable. Especially when it comes to positive change, you need to do something different from whatever you're doing. And whenever you have a positive change, it's usually because you're developing your weaknesses or your underdeveloped areas. Mm -hmm. It's never like you're doing more of the things that you're already good at and that's what's making you change, mm -hmm. right? You're just becoming better at what you're good at, right? And you're still forgetting your weaknesses. So you're building um, an imbalance building a dysfunction, which tends to happen in the yoga practice too, right? So if all you do is chaturanga, 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 then you're building imbalances in the back of your shoulders. So the discomfort, the change is always going to be, okay, how can I build the opposing muscle group to what I normally do? And that opposing muscle group doing a pull-up, for example, I could do press handstands, hold a handstand for minutes. And then when I first started doing pull-ups, I could, I could I kid you not, I couldn't do three. Couldn't do three pull-ups. I can do one. I can't. Cannot, right? <laughs> but how is that how is that balance? Right. And guess guess what you need to do in order to build a little bit more change, a little bit more stability and strength mm -hmm. in your shoulder? You gotta do more pull-ups. You gotta do the, what you don't like to do. What you don't like to do. Mm -hmm. It's the opposite. It's the opposite of what you want to do. But also that's gonna produce the results of what you're looking for. So how this ties in into emotional intelligence is, or at least more specifically, accountability. Mm -hmm. Accountability is a huge thing that I haven't talked about on most podcasts. Mm -hmm. Accountability. Most people say they want change. Most people follow the accounts on Instagram, like the good quote, right? They get all the good quotes. Mm -hmm. They write it on their mirrors. And then as soon as they walk out of their door, they forget about it. Yeah. They revert right back to the same habits. Yeah. So it's also about taking action. Taking Doing action. It, right. Taking action. <laughs> and also, there are so many ways that we haven't even thought of mm -hmm. where you can apply the same principles of taking action, right? Something you'll never find me say in yoga is come into a comfortable seated posture or yeah. do what's comfortable for mm -hmm. you. And of course, that's not to say that that's wrong. If, you, if you're going to yoga class because you had a really hard day and you just want to feel good, fine. If that is your intention and you know you're going for that, great, do that, right? If you're showing up to yoga and you say, hey, I'm here to get stronger, get more flexible, I'm here to get a little bit more focused. Anytime you say the word more, that means more than what you're used to, more than what you've been doing, which means that you have to step out of comfort. Yeah. Right. I, I truly believe that as well yeah yeah <laughs> last question um what do you think is your purpose in life or what is your dharma what? 
you know, uh, and this answer may change. It yes, probably exactly. will change. Right. <laughs> for sure. Like right now, what do you think like your true calling is? A true calling? I don't know. I don't know. But, mm -hmm. but what I do know is um, I've always worked really hard. But I now recognize that I always worked really hard for the wrong reasons, right? I always worked really hard for validation. I wanted to have my mother proud of me. So I chose a career that I thought she would be proud of. And then even before then, I took the hardest classes in college because I wanted to make my mother proud. She, she prides herself and her family on being very, very academically sound, right? Very smart. So I was like, ooh, I want to be one of you guys, so I'm going to go take all these hard classes, right? But I hated the classes. I got my degree in biochemistry, and I absolutely hated biochemistry. Basically, it's what the parents were not watching. Exactly, want, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And then that feeling of inauthenticity within myself was, uh, it did bring up a lot. Yeah, it brought up a lot. So right now, my purpose is, okay, I recognize that I have all this experience in science and medicine. I have all these years of experience teaching as well as practicing. And I have all this experience with injury. And there's so many people out there who have experienced some form of something, whether they're in a job that they hate, whether they have injury and they don't know how to come back from that injury, right? Or if there's just a little bit of negligence or ignorance, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, here's the reality. When you get your yoga teacher training, you pay $3,500 for philosophy, for sequencing, for asana names, for anatomy. The anatomy training that you get is between 8 and 12 hours, right? Like that was one day's worth in med school. Like literally one day's worth out of, out of like years, right? But, but this is not me saying like, ooh, I'm better than. Also keep in mind that teachers paid $3,500. I paid over a quarter million dollars. Right, so there was no intention of being a yoga teacher there, mm -hmm. but what I have to offer now is, yeah, I recognize that medicine isn't what I want to do. I enjoy medicine. I don't enjoy it as a job, right? So I can apply all that knowledge and bring it here to the yoga community. I can bring a little bit more intelligence, and it's not like, hey, this is the right way. Here's just a smarter way to do what you already like to do. Yeah. Right? Here's a little bit more information. Yeah, and and I truly believe that you feel like more yourself doing this. Like pretty sure, I love yeah, it. more than medicine. I mean, one thing that's coming up is, look, I'm in a different country every sixty-eight days, and I'm in a different hotel every two to four days, and I'm doing this for at least six months, more so about a year and a half, mm -hmm. and that's challenging. It's challenging, especially because. It is. Actually, the hours are worse than when I was in medicine. But, but I love what I do, and I'm really tied to, I can feel how much this is helping people. Because I do get a lot of DMs of people saying, I've tried everything. Do I have to live with this pain? Like, I don't know if I can live with this pain anymore. Or, hey, I tried your exercise, and like, this pain is alleviated, or it went away, or something. And when people say that, I think the reason why I'm so driven to show up, what drives me is I know what it's like to be super depressed. And when you're super depressed, you literally feel like you have no idea why you're alive or you don't, 
you don't know how to get out of bed, right? And for a human, a confident human, to acknowledge that I don't know how to get out of bed right now, that's pretty debilitating in and of itself. Yeah, so this body intelligence does lead into the emotional intelligence. And not only can you like help yourself out of that place, but you can help others, other people can help other people. Even if it's not severe and you can't relate to that, we all deal with hardship. So how do you deal with hardship? How do you deal with stress? Even if it's just stress in your body in a healthier way. Yeah. The only way is practice. Exactly. Like yeah. the, the only way is showing up to the mat, to do hard work, uh, yeah. do what feels right for your body. Okay, thank you so yeah, much, Hero, you, for spending you. your time and uh, sharing your knowledge. Yeah, your two cents with uh, me yeah, <laughs> and everyone else. It's more like five cents. I just keep talking. talking. I don't even know if I answered all your questions. Yeah, you did. You did. You definitely okay, okay, did. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, that, I think that's about it. Thank you so much. And I hope everyone else will benefit from it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure a lot of my friends and even a lot of my students uh, do practice from elbows from your classes. Yeah, awesome. classes. Yeah. Awesome. And also follow you on IG. And then whenever I have students who ask me, like, uh, how do I deal with this? And that injury, I was like, oh, yeah, follow action here, just yeah. do this practice. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, I actually got a couple or a few exciting things yeah, happening. Coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, coming up. So it's going to be on my own, mm-hmm. not attached to anyone else in the other company. I'm just doing it that way because it gives me a little bit more control of, right. of how I want to put things right. out, what's actually going to help, you know, right. as well as like the biggest heartbreak about leaving medicine was actually how am I going to help people? Like it was my dream to do Doctors Without Borders. And then once I left, like what, once I got outside of my box of thinking like, this is the only way I can help people. I was like, oh my God, there's so many different yeah, ways to exactly. help people. I mean, there are literally people who are trading the stock market mm-hmm. who did really well, created a separate nonprofit fund and did really well on that. And now that is funding their own nonprofit. And I was like, Whoa, you can literally have all these different ways. So anyway, I got something really exciting coming out really soon. All right. That's going to be benefiting a lot of people. Right. So So everyone just stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you so much, Hero. Thank you. (laughs) Namaste.